Hi there, welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson and today's show is on using instruments for sound healing. So we're going to go through how to use various instruments, uh, uh, the most common instruments for sound healing, including crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, tuning forks, and a bunch of others. And uh, our intention today is that you may be able to um, find exactly the right instrument to heal every disease and get you really high, right? (laughs) That's all. But before we start, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. Let me share my screen here. So in about an hour, we have a concert with Holly Beatty. If you can make it over, come on over, right? And then next Friday, uh, or is it Friday? Yeah, next Friday, we've got uh, a concert with a cellist, Rudy Celli. And she actually does cello and loops it with a looper. So she'll record a track and then loop it over and over and play on top of it. So she gets like a whole symphony going. And she's really cool. And it's all tuned to 432. So that's uh, Friday, May 19th from 7 to 830. We still have our Sound of Love conference available for free viewing until tomorrow. So you can watch the whole conference tomorrow for free. It's $97 after that. You'll get high. You will get high. Sound of Love. It's all about love. And it's had some amazing presenters. And that's at globesoundhealingconference.com slash love. We also have an open house on June 4th here at the Institute. So uh, come on down. We're going to go over how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually from one to five. Normally people don't want to leave after four hours. We put you on the sound table. We do uh, a lot of meditations with sound and uh, generally get people really high. We like getting There's two things about sound. It's really about getting high and still. (laughs) that's the whole deal right there high and still we also have our summer intensive coming up we still have room in the summer intensive from june 6th to the 16th it's 10 to 9 30 every day haven't killed anybody yet and it's uh totally immersive you and and you could do just that those those 10 days but if you wanted to get a whole certificate the rest is online for six months and you can start that anytime we also have just the whole online version of the certificate program starting may 23rd online and so you could start then it takes it goes for about six months it's really good if you can't make it out it's really really effective um also, if you can't make the June 6th intensive, we do have our three-and-a-half-month program starting September 5th that goes through December. Online is six months still. And then we have a recording program that just started. You could jump in still. <clears throat> it's uh, once a week for a couple of hours, and then you have to do lab time on your own. And then we've got a workshop, a shaman workshop with Holly Beatty uh, coming up. Uh, let's see, July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. She will take you to another dimension, right? So she's really a powerful shaman and shows you how to actually perceive the world from different 
parts of your system, including your heart. We also have the Voice Analysis Harmony software available. The next training for that is June 17th. It's included when you buy the software. You have to sign up by June 3rd. It's all about uh, how to find frequencies that are missing in the voice that correspond to different organs, weaknesses, and even diseases, but also correspond to different emotional issues. And you can even do treatments online or over Zoom as well. So it's a really cool thing to add to your practice. You can also get a treatment with the voice analysis for only $85. And if if you buy it afterwards, you get $85 off. We also uh, have uh, the Medical Sound Association meeting, which is June 18th, and that's on Parkinson's. COVID and vaccine reactions. We're jumping into it, jumping into it. And uh, you can join at medicalsoundassociation.com to be able to come to the meetings. It's free. We also have our Sound Education Association meeting coming up. I think it's May 21st. And we're going to be going over our curriculum and the video that we're working on for kids we got a $100,000 grant to take our entire curriculum into two Montessori schools, and we've got a lot of exercises we're, we're, that are complete. We're going to be finishing more, <clears throat> and uh, and so then uh, uh, we're looking to get that out to the word world, and we're setting up a whole lobbying group to do that. So that's soundeducationassociation.com. <clears throat> so... If you go to our site, soundhealingcenter.com, you'll see all the information for the school where we have not only the classes in sound healing but recording, but also an advanced certificate program in sound healing as well. At our store, which you can get to directly by soundoflove.com or just go to soundhealingcenter.com here and click, you will see over 300 instruments Actually, I counted it recently. It's 448 different instruments and books and CDs and uh, products. So we've got the full range of crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, tuning forks, and we've got all of our technologies. We've got the sound lounge. Actually, let me just show you this because this is really cool. They're so effective. All of our vibroacoustic items. It's at sound lounge. center.com and we've got sound lounges with subwoofers in it that will vibrate you into bliss and peaceful get you high and get you still right and we've got pillows and dolphins we've got uh, vibrational belts for pain we've got uh, also uh, a vest that we're making as well and uh, let's see what, what else we have here. We also have light devices. There's our dolphin there. And, and if you want, you're, you get to hug it when you get vibrated as well. And then we've got uh, uh, all types of uh, quantum devices. We have a rodent coil, which will take you to a whole other dimension. It's uh, based on scalar waves. And then we also have a uh, miracle eye cube which has three Tesla-like coils wrapped around nine inert noble gases that will also take you to another dimension. 
they're really, really powerful. This puts out scalar waves for 30 miles. So you can find all of our vibroacoustics items at soundloungecenter.com. There's our vest and belt and bass pod as well. <clears throat> okay. So you can get to all of that at soundoflove.com because that's where our store is. We also have CDs. We have over 100 CDs. We have frequency CDs you put on the body that are really helpful for pain. I just hurt my wrist and I put it on for a half hour and it's almost completely back to normal. It's really amazingly effective for pain. And then we also have our sound therapy center where we got uh, a lot of different treatments. We got the the voice analysis treatments we offer, but also we're just now launching yourhomenote.com where we do brainwave assessments. We've been doing this for years, but it's a new website. And so here you can actually buy an entire kit to do brainwave assessments where you find a person's note and their rhythm. And then uh, you get 48 CDs that you can hand out to your clients in Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta in each of the 12 notes. And it's really effective for a lot of different issues. Uh, It's effective for anxiety, depression, PTSD, learning disabilities, and overcoming ADHD. Really good for creativity and heart coherence. Uh, Good for traumatic brain injuries. Seriously good for traumatic brain injuries. For sports preparation, recovery, sleep. We can get you Delta tuned to the person. Autism and dementia. We're using these uh, this technique at the Dementia Center we have a contract with here in Northern California. So you get uh, all of the uh, assessment tools and all of the CDs to hand out for $888. You can also get a treatment for $148. So that's at yourhomenote.com. Just launched that. Just finished that website yesterday, actually. And, and then... <clears throat> We also have at the Medical Sound Association, let's see, let me go back to our little overview here. We also have at our research, oh, oh, let me finish the therapies. We also have treatments where you can get here at the Institute where you can get a whole sound healing treatment from different students. And now we're launching soundtherapycenter.com in two weeks. And that is where you can get a treatment online with the best sound ever. Right, we've got a compressor built in. We're training everybody on how to to set up in stereo. And if you want to be a practitioner, just go to Sound Therapy Center. Uh, I'm sorry, SoundTreatmentCenter.com, and you can actually sign up as a practitioner. And in two weeks, you can sign up to get treatments. Oh my God, it, you'll be really high, <laughs> really still. <laughs> At the Sound Healing Research Foundation, the main thing we have is the Medical Sound Association, which is really cool because we've got over 25 different treatment plans in detail that we put together with over 700 doctors and sound therapists. We've got the medical details, the conceptual framework, safety guidelines, intake questions for all these different issues, grief, anxiety, depression, trauma, dementia, addiction, pain, autism, anger, sleep, schizophrenia, thyroid, blood clots, heart conditions, digestion, suicide, end of life. Oh my God. It's unbelievably detailed, like 30 pages each. So if you have any issues, this is a really good reference. 
one last thing here. We also have a place where you can put in uh, your treatment before and after and put in the, the, the symptoms before and after a treatment on a scale of 1 to 10. And we've been collating the, this for uh, a few years now. We have over 379 treatments and we're getting 68% reduction in symptoms. But you can do a search for anxiety and filter for that. We've got 223 treatments for anxiety, 71% reduction in symptoms. So this is some good data, not super scientific, but still useful for that what is that you can uh, use for any of your practices as well. You can even do a search for frosted crystal bowls and anxiety. Filter for that, 167 treatments, almost 70% reduction in symptoms. That's unheard of, unheard of in the medical field. Right? So if you're doing treatments, enter. If you want the data, just go there and check it out. Okay. okay. So those are the main things that are happening here at the Institute. We do have um, another certificate program starting, I already mentioned that, starting in, in um, September. And I think that's it. So what I did today is I did this recording in stereo so you can hear the instruments really well. And I want to play this back, and we're going to go through how all the different instruments work. The common instrument, there's millions of instruments, right, that you could use in sound healing. I mean, just a ton of instruments that as long as you use the right intention. I may have heard, had people use guitar and saxophone even, even but these are the main instruments. And so um, I want to play this video. And then we'll meet you on the other side again. Okay. Okay. So check this out. <clears throat> Enjoy. Okay. Okay. So let's give you an overview of all the different instruments. They're not all, but a lot of the ones that are common and the ones we have. There's so, many, there's so many instruments that you could actually use in a sound healing treatment. But let's go through the main ones. First of all, let's talk about crystal bowls. There are two main types of crystal bowls. You've got frosted bowls, which are made of quartz. And then you've got alchemy bowls, which are <coughs> made of quartz also, but have other metals elements, crystals, or gemstones also embedded in them, which changes their harmonic structure, their sound, and that goes into your body and you get that crystal, gemstone, or metal into your body. Now, they're played a little bit differently. The main thing with playing a bowl is <clears throat> you want to, every bowl has its own speed and pressure that it likes to be played at depends on the thickness of the quartz more than anything. So you just have to, to be uh, really aware of the bowl as to what speed and pressure makes it ring the most. You want to hold the wand. Oh, let me show you this first. There are different types of wands. We've got the felt wand, <laughs> which is this one here, <laughs> the felt wand. 
images backwards on this screen. So we've got the felt wand and we got the rubber wand. The rubber wand doesn't cause as much scratching as sound, so I like to use it. And these are pretty new, so they're, they're very cool. We also have the actual rubber mallet. The rubber mallet is normally used on bowls that are 18 inches and above. It's okay if you use it on the, the smaller ones, but sometimes they fall over. And it's on when you have the really big bowls, these don't work quite as well as the rubber mallets. So they're for the bigger bowls normally. So you wanna hold the mallet really firmly. You don't wanna wobble around, right? Hold it very firmly and about a 30 degree angle to the bowl. And then I like to tap it three times to get it going. You tap it at least once to get it going. Don't hit it too hard. Don't hit it too hard. They're fragile, they can break. And it's shocking when you hit it really hard. So hit it softly and then go around again at just the right speed and pressure to get the bowl ringing nicely. A lot of people go too fast, so you want to make sure you don't go too fast and cause a buzz. You can just tap the bowls and get a little, I mean, you can actually do a melody from one bowl to another and then also ring them as well. Right. Now, when using frosted bowls, they're a little louder, so they're really good to tone with. Number one thing is if you're going to use a bowl, especially in a treatment or a concert, sound bath we call it, go ahead and tone along with it. You know, any vowel and just match it. It's so much better when you tone with it. pitch a little bit and create a binaural beat. What I like to do is go off pitch uh, and then go back in pitch based on a breath. So on the on the end breath, go off pitch like this. You hear the flutter? about a bowl is the slow fade. So to really honor that silence after the bowl ends, let me play it and let it fade out. Just be still for a minute. Listen for the moment when the bowl goes to complete silence.
best part of sound is when it ends. That stillness is just precious. Peace is a frequency humming consistently. And it's like you can still hear it in the room. So still. Okay, so that's our frosted bowls. Let me get rid of this one. And let's play with our alchemy bowls. Now, when choosing an alchemy bowl, well, even with a frosted bowl, you could choose it based on the note. A lot of people do that. You could choose it based on the size. You can get a bowl, frosted bowl, at every note on the same size bowl because it's not the size that makes the note, it's the thickness of the quartz. If you get a bigger bowl, of course, it's going to be bassier, going to be a lower octave. If you get a small bowl, it's going to be a higher octave. But still, with the large and small bowls, you can get them in every note. So, same with the alchemy bowls. You can get them, the bigger ones are going to be a lower note, whereas the small ones are going to be a higher octave. And that you can get them at any note. Or you can just choose it based on color. I mean, this is beautiful, right? And you just get it based on what you like as far as color. But probably the main thing that we choose it on is based on what element, crystal, gemstone, or, or metal is embedded in it. Because each one of those has its own energy that goes directly into each water droplet in your body. And there's whole books on crystals and gemstones and what energy they do, right? So you could totally choose it based on that. There's some other considerations that are really important as well, but let me show you how to actually play it first. So this one, now you can actually tap it really lightly, and then you want to go around really slowly, and you almost just drag the wand. Notice I'm not holding it so tight. I'm just dragging it around. Right? Now with the alchemy bowls, commonly people go too fast, and certain certain ones of them will actually start start buzzing really quickly. So you sometimes you have to go really slowly on the alchemy bowls. Right? So. Um, much more fragile and of course much more expensive so you really got to be careful um, now there's one really cool thing about any bowl is really like how long does it last how long does it ring I mean this bowl rings for a really long time it's going to go on for five minutes that's really cool but there's another thing that's really cool and that is once you ring a bowl
play this one. Check out the rhythm on this. In fact, a couple of rhythms, or actually three rhythms this one has. rhythm because what they're doing is brainwave entrainment and training your brain into a certain brainwave state and now also there's another thing about bowls that sometimes happens where they seem to float around the room it's based on phase cancellation which we, we have, haven't talked about very much but it's actually makes it the bowl sounds like it's actually floating around the room I've had bowls do a 10 foot 10 foot circle around the room so if you close your eyes it seems like it's moving around the room this one moves a little bit if you listen to it you can hear it kind of going back and forth between the left and right over here to a few other bowls so just a second this is to get a set of alchemy bowls where you have three bowls that create a beautiful chord now we have classes that go through how to figure out the chords or you can just play three bowls or play bowls until you find three that are sweet together. Here I've got a beautiful chord of C, E, and G. Right? So you could play a little melody with them. Or you could ring each one of them. to have a fourth ball that creates a binaural beat. So you're actually got two that do something really trippy. Hear the little flutter in rhythm. That's really cool. So what you can do is for five minutes or ten minutes you could do the beautiful chord, the harmony section. frosted bowls as well but this is an alchemy set okay? so that's a good thing to do with putting this set together I mean you could get a whole set of seven or twelve bowls but that can be pretty expensive but and then you got a lot of options another thing that's really cool is to actually put bowls on the body 
you can actually have somebody lay down and put it right on them and play it on their body, depending on the body type, right? And when you're doing it, you have to watch really closely so the bowl doesn't fall off, but it's very cool if it's not too big a bowl to have it, have it right on the body and play it. And you can do that with up to around a 12-inch frosted bowl in the most alchemy bowls. But again, watch really closely. I've seen people playing the bowls and that bowl, uh, like they're staring off into space, connected to source, and the bowl falls over and breaks in. So you've got to watch it. Right. Okay, so these are the alchemy bowls. Let me go ahead and clear these out. And then let's look at the Tibetan bowls. Actually, let's, let's just go for it. Okay, so with Tibetan bowls, there's two different types of Tibetan bowls. There are handmade bowls, which have a lot of bumps on them. And those bumps are where they've hammered it into pitch with prayer, normally. So that creates a more odd harmonic timbre, which is a little more activating, especially with a wood stick. Got a rhythm, right? Got a really interesting rhythm. Now, you can also use a felt, still pretty activating, but if you use a rubber mallet, it's dramatically different. Check it out. So, it's a huge difference. You've got to be really careful. You don't want to use a wood stick next to anybody's ears. It can be really shocking. Freaks me out. And then there's the manufactured bowl. Anybody that's a really into... Tibetan bowls would never use manufactured bowls, but they're really sweet. They're really pure. They don't have as much rhythm, and they're just a pure note. Check it out. So that can be very cool. Okay. I still like the manufacturer. You see, it's perfectly symmetrical. It's not got bumps on it at all. Okay. So those are the two main types of bowls. Now, only about 50% or so of bowls will let you ring them. And often it's really hard to ring it with the felt itself. Sometimes you can get it going. Right. Often you have to ring it with the wood. So often the manufactured bowls will ring quite easily. Most of them, not all of them. This one's hard to do when it's so small. It's cool, very cool. But a lot of bowls, Tibetan bowls, will not they will not ring, especially the really big ones. The really big ones are not gonna not ring. Now. Probably the coolest thing about Tibetan bowls is putting them on the body. Let me grab a really big one here. Generally 10 inch to 12 inch are really good, maybe 14 inch. And you put them right on the body and whack the hell out of them. I mean, really hit them hard, right? And, but so 
they vibrate so much you always want to tell people if it's too much let you know so you just hit it really hard and it's like oh my god you put it right on the body and it's like incredible I'll just put it on my lap right now there we go oh that's so nice it's like total massage it's almost as good as a massage table or a sound table it's like just the best now you can also take Tibetan bowls and hold them, the smaller ones, in different places on the body. So put your hand in the middle and play it. Whether it's with a now, big one or just a small one. And you could do a massage like on the arm. If you just hold it with one, you know, your finger, put one finger in the middle and use your other hand on the arm. You could do a whole body massage up and down the legs and arms. It's very cool with the small bowls like that. <clears throat> so, those are Tibetan bowls. Of course, you can get whole sets in different notes. So, you could have uh, like a chakra set of Tibetan bowls, or you could just do it based on frequency where you have the bigger bowls for the root chakra and the smaller bowls for the higher chakras. Now, let's talk about tuning forks. Tuning forks are two main have two main types also. You've got first of all, you've got the <clears throat> weighted tuning forks, which have these weights on them right here. And the unweighted forks have no weight. The weighted forks vibrate physically on the body way more. So we normally use those on the body. You can use the unweighted on the body, but you're not going to feel them very much. With the tuning forks, um, you want to hold them by the stem. Don't hold it up here because that will stop the vibration. My kitty hasn't figured that out yet. Uh, she always wants to rub up against that part. Right? So you hold it by the stem and then you hit it. It's nice to hit it on either a book or you can get a rubber, a little rubber thing you hit it on, or you can even hit it on like a rubber mallet like this, right? And then you put the stem on the body. You could listen to it, but then you put it on the body and it vibrates powerfully and you can let it fade all the way out. Right? There are a lot of different tuning fork sets that we sell. We've got the Schumann fork set, which the two together create a binaural beat, which is 7.83 hertz, which, by, which we'll get on the body when you put both on the body. We've also got 111, 112.45 that creates a binaural beat at 1.45, which is the trithalamic, trithalamic uh, frequency that activates the pituitary, pineal, and hypothalamus. A lot of people like that. We also have the Earth, Sun, and Moon set, which is really, uh, really cool. And so, oh, and then my one of my favorites is the 432 set, where we got 432 at uh, and four octaves of that. So we have the 216, which is the honeybee, the 108, which is for uh, you know, auspicious in, in India, and then half of that is 54, which is a really big fork that vibrates a lot. 
I love that set, the 432 set. We've got them on our site where you can actually listen to them and see see what you like as well. If you go to soundhealingcenter.com slash store or soundoflove.com. So, so with the tuning forks, we actually have a whole class where we teach acupuncture. Where So it's really cool to put it on very specific acupuncture points for very specific issues. But one of the most basic things you can do are a few things here. Is first, I like to start when I do a tuning fork session to go around the body. And you could totally use the unweighted fork. The unweighted fork, you need to hit on something a little harder, a little firmer. And then you can see so here that. This, is, this one is Sonic Sage. It's 101, uh, 1,111 hertz. 1111, right? And it really good. it's really good for clearing a room energetically. So you could hit this, you could go around the whole body, right, and smooth over the aura. You can also use the weighted forks and go around the body as well. By the way, don't hit your knee or your hand with the fork to, to get it going. And then you'll need a fork to actually heal your knee and hand, right? <laughs> so hit the fork and um, just go around the body. You can go in spirals around the body. That's really cool. But, but just imagine you are smoothing over that aura as you go around the body with a stable, consistent vibration. And now you can also, one of my favorites is to actually play the tuning fork, two tuning forks on both sides of the spine on every vertebrae. It takes about a half hour, but it's the best. Oh my God. So you hit both forks, right? And then you put it on both sides of the vertebrae I like to start around the heart let it fade out right on the back now right and then go up the next vertebrae above that and so that it actually just get every vertebrae all the way up to the occipital right and then go all the way down to almost the root chakra to the base of the spine however comfortable you feel to go that low, okay? So that's the best. I mean, another uh, point is really good is the kidney one, which is on the bottom of the foot, which is right here, yeah, on that spot right there. Oh my God, that's so good right there. You can also put it on even on the palm of the hand. It's a really good spot. You need to do both hands at once. So just doing the spine, every vertebrae on the spine is one of the coolest things you can do with tuning forks. So when choosing tuning forks, you could actually choose them based on just what feels good for you. Or you could actually have the client actually choose them. You could play all the different sets and see which one do you like. Right? Might as well have them happy. Right? So, but often I, I use the Schumann set because it's the most common main frequency on the planet for actually tuning. Uh, uh, um, what's the number one frequency we are tuned to on this planet? So it's really grounding. It's the main frequency vibrating in the atmosphere. So that, that's very good. Um, so... I think that's all I have to say about tuning forks. 
a good little beginning there. Okay, let me show you some of our other instruments. When playing melodic instruments, let's go through the melodic instruments. We've got quite a few melodic instruments here. Let's start with the rap drum, which is a tongue drum. I've got to get up get this one. Uh, a tongue drum, they call it tongue drum because it's got little holes in it right here. When it doesn't have holes, it's called a handpan, although people go back and forth with terminology and aren't very particular about it. So sometimes they call this a handpan, but technically it's a tongue drum. So this is the rav drum, and it's got a really sweet sound. Not very expensive as well. It's under a thousand. The main thing when you're playing uh, melodic instruments jamming, right? But the other thing is play it slowly. I just did a thing for the Sound Healing Conference where I, I did this. I started and I went. instrument where the home note is. The home note is the note where you're at peace. And it's on this one, normally on a hand pan or a tongue drum, it's going to be the middle, the top one. But this one's really weird. It's unusual. It's this note. So it's like, it's the note where you're at rest. That note is the best note to end on and go to quite often because it creates the most peace. Right. And then when you sing with it, it's very cool. with the dementia patients we had we tested all the different instruments for every dementia patient at the center in Northern California here this was the number one instrument they liked what I like to do is find the main notes that sound really sweet and harmonious together Start 
and in with those as well, but then you can jam between them. Again, it's nice to find the notes that are the a create a beautiful chord. Happens to be one, three, five, and, and eight on this one. You can hold it and move it around the body, but then you can also go to more dissonance or binaural beats by playing notes close to each other. You could do that for a while and then go back to the main notes. And again, don't be afraid just to go really slowly. got a chamber where you can actually put it on the body and feel it vibrate. It's very nice. Now this one actually has notes down below and notes up above. So I like to do the ones on the bottom. And then go to the top. chimes and that is gongs. The basis of all gongs is <laughs> the bigger the better. 
the bigger the gong, the more bass you have. And when you've got a lot of bass with a gong, oh my God, it is so cool. So you can totally um, just, you know, the bigger the better. That's the way it is. If you get a 44-inch gong or above, it's already gotten, getting a lot of bass. You get a 65-inch gong, 10,000 or more, though. They Those will just rock your boat. Oh, my God. One note, and it's incredible. The number one thing about gongs is to... I don't have a gong here, but is to actually play it. <clears throat> learn on the gong where the different sounds are. And every gong's different. So play the middle, often a more bassy. Play the sides, play out to the edge, and different sides, even left or right, or top or bottom might be a little bit different. So you want to play different areas and get to know what your gong does. So you can move from the mellower part and the bassier part to the more edgy part and back over time. Always build up slowly. When you play a gong, there's a few ways you can actually just hit it and play in time with the way it swings. So as the gong's swinging back and forth, hit it so you're not fighting the swing. Right? That's very cool. Or you can start doubling up the time and it will start ringing more and more smoothly or even go fast, go fast and you'll get a really smooth tone because the gong just kind of evens it out. Right? So number one thing is always build up and take, you can take as much as 10 minutes to build from really soft to really loud. And then you could just let it fade out so you got that slow fade. Or you could slowly hit it less and less and softer and softer until you just do your final hit and it fades out. So you got a much longer slow fade. That can be really cool. Now the type of mallet you use is going to make a big difference. The real big fluffy ones are kind of the warmest. But you can get very different sounds with different uh, size wands uh, uh, and also different uh, density. But also we have flumies. These flumies are really cool because you can drag it across the, the gong and actually get a really cool uh, sound like a whale. It's like very cool. And you get bigger ones or smaller ones and that's really effective. So that's a little bit on the gong. Some people talk about north, south, east, west on the gong to do it energetically like that. You also have different uh, types of gongs. Um, the Chinese gongs are cheaper so you can get the bigger ones quicker you know, whereas you know the others are going to be more expensive. Um, also there's, there's gongs based on planets but as you, you know if you've listened to me the the way they find the frequency of a planet is kind of an unusual formula. The number of seconds it takes for the planet to go around the sun, and then you put one over that, and then you octavize it up. It's kind of an unusual formula. But, you know, some people are really into the different planetary gongs, which can be cool. Um, so, main thing with gongs is always build up slowly and break down slowly. Then we've got my belt. I like to do a thing when I do a treatment with Tibetan bowls to actually move up to tingshas and then to the little bells. 
would do them around the head as well. I like my little bells. I love it. You would do it around the throat. And then, uh (laughs) we have rattles and shakers. So, here's the shaker, it's a really cool one. This one has sharp teeth, deer antler, crystal, and Then we have the hand drum. With a hand drum, one of the most important things is brainwave entrainment. You could just simply do about this tempo is the tempo for journey work you into theta, which is about four and a half cycles per second. And I know people that do this for a half hour. No different. Nothing interesting. Just stable beat. And that will totally take people out into another state. And you can you can get more interesting. The main thing is to get to know the different parts of the drum. The center is going to be a little different than the edges, and then that really on the edge is a whole a third sound. So you can do like this. You could even do a heartbeat. It's just something stable. Just that simple. It's really cool if you can watch the person and speed up or slow down until you find their rhythm. You can see when you get the right tempo, it will actually, they will relax. That's very cool. You can also hold the drum over the body and they get the physical vibration on the body of the drum. These are frame drums. They're very cool. A lot of fun. Okay. One last thing we have here, and that is the Koshi chimes. We've got the Zafir and Koshi, two different brands. We actually sell both. And I really like when you have two of them in stereo around the ear. Oh my god, there's nothing better than two. Looking at different tunings. Really good for the crown. Really the best for somebody that's really fragile. show you that I forgot earlier and that is to use a tuning fork on a flat gemstone and we got a heart really nice okay. and you can put it on the body 
any gemstone will work, especially a nice one flat. And put this tuning fork on the gemstone. Oh my god, that's so nice. Right. Or you could actually even use a crystal. So you could take a crystal like this and put it on the body, so sideways like this, and then put the tuning fork on the crystal. Now you're getting the energy of the crystal. Whenever you vibrate a crystal or gemstone, they, they create an electromagnetic field, and you're getting the energy and frequency of the crystal right into the body. Very cool. So again, our intention is that you find the right instruments to heal yourself and everybody. This is the new medicine, right? Not only that, it gets you really high. So I want to end with the crystal fading out. So take this energy of the bowl at the end and hold that silence through the rest of the day, weekend, week, months ahead, and years ahead. Oops, let me start over. And years ahead. So, I want to end with the ball.